have to poop. I have to poop so bad. You have to poop right yeah, now? Yeah, I have to poop right now. Can we pause this? Okay, folks, we're going to pause this. Wait, no, we're Jess not keeping that part yeah, in. No! <laughs> so that was a sneak preview into Married Life. I like bees. CBs live in colonies. Buzzy MCs with a singer for emergencies. Cooperate to pollinate. Never work alone. Just don't bring a honey home to the honeycomb. We've got a lot to catch the people up on today. Yeah, we've got to talk about Capri. We've got to talk about Rome. We've got to talk about what else? The trip to here. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Capri, Rome, Naples too, since we kind of passed back through Naples on the way to Rome. When we last saw our heroes, they were aboard a vessel quickly. Uh, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Come on, coffee, make with the magic. <laughs> I want to try to kick off this morning with a bang because... I'm too tired for that. It's like 10 o'clock. I was trying to make a sex joke. <laughs> really? Yeah. I told you I'm tired. Where were you going with it? You said with a bang, and I was just going to be like, yeah, I'm too tired for banging. I thought you were going to make a sex joke about it being 10 o'clock. I, I was really... <laughs> I was at a loss. Um, this is not on the same wavelength at all. This the reason that I wanted to start with a bang is because people who've been listening, I'm sure, notice that we kind of like start like a jalopy, like one of those old like wind-up engines that are like... <laughs> as, like, as the coffee kicks in, but this morning, I've already had one full cup of coffee, Ah. and that helps a lot. I'm just drinking tea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do it, honestly. This is like an hour and a half of consciousness expansion, and then mm. a day of consciousness contraction mm. as I shrivel back into my regular mental boundaries. The, the slow, steady march of old age ah, yeah. creeps in one day at a time. <laughs> no, no points for German impressions. <laughs> We're sitting on a balcony. The tiniest balcony. The tiniest little balcony. The tiniest, it's, cutest little balcony. It's like three foot by four foot, maybe, mm. facing this valley. We're on the border between La Spezia province and Tuscany. It's real beautiful. Mm. So cliffhanger moment. We arrived in Capri safely. It was beautiful. The, it was freaking cold. The tour there was really cold when we were on the boat. Did we already talk? No, we didn't. Yeah, we were on the ferry <laughs> to Capri, and it was quite cold and it was quite windy. We didn't really know how things were going to go. And then once we landed, it was so beautiful, so warm. It was so busy. Um, you just left out the Amalfi Coast in its entirety. It was nice. It looked like the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, give the people what they want. <laughs> Details, I like it. Yeah, homes on homes on cliffs on homes and cliffs. It got real bougie real fast. It got real bougie real we fast. We didn't appreciate yeah. that Salerno was kind of just like a sleepy seaside town with local people in it. With and the best gelato in the world in it. It did. Shout out the name of the gelato place. Uh, Giallo Limone. Giallo Limone, the best gelato that we've had in Italy so far, yeah. hands down. And we've tried a few. And we've tried quite a few places. I will dream of this place. For people who are on the Instagram, there was a little video of me eating some sheep, sheep milk, 
ricotta and candied orange peel gelato that was pretty remarkable. Sheep milk is a big thing in Italy, it turns out. I think a bug just peed on me. Oh yeah, that's it's yellow. It's on Ew. Your Don't wipe it on the blanket. Okay, I'm gonna wipe it on my pant. Okay, wipe it on your pant. <laughs> it's fine, I'm sure it's sterile. I just hope it didn't pee in my tea. I don't think it peed in your tea. Okay, all right, well, here it goes. Gonna drink it anyways. So we're all like traveler, you know, traveling bees with our backpacks and our, our gear. Merino wool and our Gore-Tex gear. And when we made port, when we docked, because it was a fast ferry that was kind of like a tourist ferry across the Amalfi Coast that took mm-hmm. us from Salerno to Capri, or Capri, as people from Canada like to call it. When we stopped in Amalfi, which is kind of the center of the Amalfi Coast, where all the tourists converge, everybody got real fancy, and they were all wearing their little linens. I didn't know that linen was such a big thing. And not all over Italy, just on the bougie little pretentious Amalfi Coast. Um, and all the, you know, the girls were in their little skirts and whatever, and the dudes were wearing their linen shirts with nothing underneath, and that was all well and good, till the ferry picked up speed, and everybody froze their goddamn balls off. And it was just <laughs> Jess and I all smug. We, immediately when the wind hit, we, un, we like unzipped our backpack, unrolled like the wool, un, unrolled the, the Patagonia fleece vest, got the Gore-Tex windbreaker over top, and these Germans sitting on the other side of the boat just like nodding at us approvingly, like, yes, they get it. <laughs> And the bougie people in front of us suddenly got real quiet and real cold and real, real shivery. Real quiet, real cold, real shivery, yeah. Just huddled real close to one another. Any bit of, any patch of sun they could find was where they were sitting. No. Take that for being in a higher social class than I am. I don't no. think they're in a higher social class. Yeah. I think everybody's just trying to have a good time. And they regret it. They regret it now. They, they do. I mean, once they got there, though, they were very, very happy to just be in their no clothes. Yeah, once we landed in Capri, then the joke was on us because we yeah. still looked like coal miners, and everybody else, <laughs> and everybody else looked like they were on a weekend getaway from their family estate. The whole it was like the Isle of Capri was sponsored by Club Monaco, like the entire place was populated with walking Club Monaco mannequins. Mm. It was all linens all day, all blue, mm. all white, and uh, real fancy. Lots of deck shoe type people. Yeah. Yeah, and Jess saw the most beautiful garments of, oh of her life. Oh my gosh. Talk about the mannequin that you love. The mannequin that I love. The this mannequin. is a real mannequin, not a, <laughs> not a metaphorical mannequin. Uh, yeah, when we were walking towards our Airbnb along the beautiful, tiny, narrow, gorgeous... Yeah, it's like a labyrinth of, of walkways in between yeah. all these like buildings, um, the arches. It's so cool. There's this one store where everything that was sold in it was white, just bright white, and most of it was made out of linen. And there's this one mannequin out in the window that I think called to my soul because of the outfit on it. It was just like this, these beautiful flare but like tight around the thigh like linen pants super see-through like you you just you can't get away with wearing red underwear underneath it or any underwear actually for that matter yeah linens like that yeah (laughs) you also can't get away with not wearing underwear it's a bit of a catch-22 it it is yeah how how do you how do you anyways another layer Um, of linen yeah exactly (laughs) linen underwear underneath your linen pants 
and this top was this asymmetrical body hugging like it's got this like amazing bodice to it i stood so there so it was it was a white bodysuit that looked super fancy not bodysuit it was a power suit for it women was, it was a power suit yeah it was a power suit it was it was a i'm a bad bitch and nobody can fucking touch me kind of power suit and we were staring at it. Well, I sorry. I was staring at it. Chris was getting annoyed at how long I was staring at it for. We passed by this outfit maybe like five times. And every single time I had to stop and give it the recognition it deserved. Just give it fuck me eyes. I think yeah. that's what she's trying to tiptoe. <laughs> trying to tiptoe around. I, you know, I stopped to give it recognition. Mm. You know? For all of its beautiful sexual splendor. Yeah. <laughs> that I wanted hey. to own. Now I know what it's like. <laughs> now, now I know what it's like to be a man and see a woman and just be like, I want to own that. Um. <laughs> I want, I want that hanging in my closet. Yep. That's yeah. how I, I want feel. that available to me whenever I need it. <laughs> Fuck man. But also, I now know what that feels like. Before we left, we walked in. Asked the lady how much it cost. First, we guessed. We were like, oh, oh I bet that's going to be like 400, 400 euro. Bucks. Yeah, 400 euro. That's for got to sure, be for the whole at least outfit. 400 euro. Yeah. And we walk in and we're just like, um, how much does this cost? And this lady slowly saunters over, totally looks like she's just like pretty womaning us. Like, you can't afford this, but you know what? I'll tell you anyways. And she points. She was nice. She wasn't rude. For the girls that are listening, she gave you that look. You know that look that like, that, that, like... I shouldn't be putting in the energy to tell you the price, but, like, it's my job, I guess. Yeah. That look. And, uh, yeah, and she walked over and she pointed at the top and said, this is 1,200 euro. And Chris started laughing. And then she pointed at the pants and said, this is 800 euro. And I remember just standing there being like, mm, okay. Calm and collected. And my I heart, so loud. My heart shattering. Breaking <laughs> into tiny, tiny little pieces. And Chris is just laughing his ass off. And he says to the woman, That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, Yeah. And just like does like a little like shrug. And we're just like, Okay, see you never. See you never again. Never ever. And the top was again. gone the next day. Yeah, and the top was gone the next day. I think they were afraid you were going to come back and steal it. I think, I don't think anybody bought it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, this girl looks so fucking determined. I've yeah. seen her walk past here so many times, and she stopped every single Casing time. Casing the joint? Yeah, totally. Great. The perfect crime. Perfect crime. <laughs> Capri was unreal, though. Honestly, we we only stayed there for a couple days, and I guess, Jess, you'd been thinking about like visiting Capri for a long time. I hadn't really ever thought about it, except for like as the place that Capri Sun comes from. Um, <laughs> I didn't see the Capri Sun factory while we were there. <laughs> Like, I don't know what's driving the local economy. Um, and Chris gets so offended when people are just like, oh, these two must be American. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. <laughs> um, we spent a lot of time walking. We had to change our money. We went to the bank there. Everything about it was just so affluent. It was the first, not the first time, but it was like a time where I really felt like I don't belong here. Like, mm. this is another level, and I'm not quite at that point in my life yet. Like, it's nice to visit, but it was just like, it was like Lady in the Tramp behind the restaurant, 
Yeah, you're eating the same food as the people inside the restaurant, but, like, you're eating it in an alley. You're still in an alleyway. <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah, you're, in, you're in the most beautiful place in the world, but you're still in the alleyway. Yeah. yeah. Our host was so nice, though, and our place was so nice. Oh, Christian was amazing. His sister Rita was awesome. And they hooked us up with a boat tour for super cheap. Oh, my gosh. Anybody who's heard of the Blue Grotto on the on the island of Capri is like the big thing even Hugh Hefner's grotto at the Playboy Mansion was named after it the Blue Grotto yeah there's a bar in Kamloops called the Blue Grotto like it's just like a world-renowned thing and it's basically a cave where from the inside you can see light coming through an arc an open arc and the water inside it is super blue so when you stare out you can see blue water and blue Mm -hmm. sky of this little tiny cave opening but we so we got a boat tour around the island to hopefully see that and regular trips were like 120 a person 150 per person no it was 120 on airbnb like as like experiences Uh. well even though it's like 150 cad it's still like equivalent to like what like 110 euro oh right 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 right. yeah i was thinking in euro no it was like 150 cad per person and it was just like what's included it's like an hour and a half of a boat ride one drink and we were just like, okay, well, that's kind of expensive. But no, th- what we ended up getting hooked up with was like this killer freaking deal. Yeah, where it was 150 for both of us on a euro. private little boat that yeah. was much nicer than the regular tour boat. Much boats. nicer. It was so fancy. And we just got to chill on the, the front deck of the boat with our Italian guide, Francesco. Francesco? Yeah. Yeah. Not Who to be confused awesome. with our roommate, Francesco. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Chase, <laughs> I think, I think both, both Nick and Chase called Francisco Francesco, but he was he was so nice. Except for my little like obnoxious moment when we first met our guide, because I heard 140 when Jess was originally using voice memos back and forth to get us connected, and this kid comes up, we meet him, Captain Mirko, and he's like, okay, 150, and I was like, no, it's 140, and I was super uppity about it, and he's like, no, it's 150, and Jess was like, it's 150. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. The whole day's not going to be like this. Yeah. I, I did. It's my mistake. Real real bad. bad yeah, yeah. But, but good thing was that Chris barked at the person who wasn't our uh, boat driver, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. 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 Thank God for the you know, small victories. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the silver lining. But this guy was amazing. And he gave Chris two, like, really awesome beers that didn't make Chris sick. Amazing. So I don't really drink a lot of alcohol anymore because, yeah, it makes me kind of sick. So we did a full two-hour tour. We were a half hour late for it because there's a funicular, which is it's like a tram that just runs on a track up the mountainside. It's not suspended by cables. It just goes up like rails up the mountainside into the center of Capri. And on the way down, I had to change money after the siesta in the afternoon. The bank opened at 2.45. We were supposed to meet the guy at 3. Changing dollars to euro took like a half hour, full half hour which was surprising. And I cut off some like old American ladies because they went and stood at the wrong, they stood at the wrong counter in the bank, but I'd already been in there and I knew what the right counter was. So even though they were in front of me in line, I just let them go to the wrong place and I just went to the right place and I was just like, fuck you. Every person for themselves on Capri, you mm. know, we real poor, poor guys. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta get by however we can. But anyway, so changing money took longer than expected, and we ended up being a half hour late to meet our person. But they still gave us the full two hours, and Francesco was was so he barely spoke English, and we you know still barely speak Italian. It's getting better, but we survived the the two hours linguistically speaking. Yep, and I jumped into the water, which was, and it was so, so blue. 
blue. And so cold. And, and so salty. In Jess's words, so cold, so salty. Yeah. And we, molto frio, molto sale. <laughs> yeah. Francesco laughed so hard. Molto frio, molto sale. Yeah. Because I asked him if he was going to swim, and he's like, no. And then Jess gets out. She's like, it's cold and it's salty. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, we saw the house of Giorgio Armani on the cliffside when we were going around the island, which is uh-huh. super cool. And we also saw the house of... Ferrari? Yeah, I don't forget the guy's first name, but Ferrari. And there was a big Ukraine flag flying in front of it, which made me really happy. And he hooked us up with a couple beers, gave Jess a Coke. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really fantastic time. And for the, you know, we were ho-humming about spending 150 euro on it a little bit. Like, is it going to be worth it? It's just two hours. Like, that's like 200 Canadian. That's a lot. But honestly, it was so worth it. It was such a good deal. And when we met a couple Calgarians on our way off the island at a little cafe, we were talking to them about it. And we were like, oh, we could totally hook you up. We got this, yeah. we got this connect through our Airbnb house. And yeah. it's like half price. Yeah. And it's funny because when we were out there, we saw all of those like touristy boats that were also going around, those private ones. Mm-hmm. None of them were as good as our boat. They're yeah, it was. Rinky dink. It was really nice. We looked, yeah. we looked fancy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Or at least I felt fancy. We probably still didn't look fancy. <laughs> <laughs> There were some, like, yachts, though. There were some really nice yeah. boats. And Francesco deftly sailed us right into these caves. It's like... Yes. He, I was trying to ask him how the caves formed. I couldn't quite figure it out. But the caves wear right into the cliffside, and they're pretty deep, and that's why you end up with these passageways that you can go all the way through and that the water and the light comes through. And we went right inside, like, many of them, because there's each one's a grotto. There's a blue grotto, the white grotto, the green grotto, and... We've got some cool pictures and videos of that. The water inside them was so blue. And I couldn't believe he sailed the boat right in there. They're very rocky on the Mm. edges. And only like maybe 12 inches on each side of the boat going through there. And they would have scratched that boat to shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our time on Capri. And we had a a nice dinner. We drank a bottle of wine. And again, call back. Chris doesn't really drink alcohol that much anymore. Yeah. Jess also doesn't really drink alcohol anymore, but we went out for dinner and we were like, ah, what the fuck? Like, let's have a bottle of wine. And it was the night before we had to leave. <laughs> that was not a good travel morning. No, especially because the restaurant opened at 8. We ended up getting, finishing our food at, what, like 10? Yeah. Walking back to our place, which is not very far. So we ended up passing out and then we woke up at like 5 a.m. to like pack up all of our shit and get ready. And both of us woke up like, ah! <laughs> yeah, it was real bad. We shouldn't have done that! Should not have drank that whole <laughs> bottle of wine to our heads. It was a great experience, though. And mm-hmm. and the, what did we have for dessert? I feel like we had some... We had two tiramisu. Yeah, the tiramisu it has been killing it in mm-hmm. Italy. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, we shit on the gelato a little bit earlier, we're really only shitting on it relative to this one place that was amazing. Because yes. obviously... The gelato in Italy is still phenomenal. Yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about Rome, though, before it gets too far back in our minds. Like It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like Rome. Did yeah. not like it. I think the main reason as to why I didn't like Rome was because my allergies were super bad. It was super dry. It is, like, hay fever pollen season right now, so, you know. They, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that Rome overall sucks, but I think I especially had a bad time because I was dripping out of like all of my facial orifices. My eyes were watering. My nose was running. I couldn't really breathe. <laughs> so it was. Uh, it was not fun for me. But Chris had a good time. I did. I liked it. I liked it as a city. 
and we kind of stayed on the outskirts just to get a bit of a cheaper Airbnb, but there was like a local train line, kind of for anybody who's been to Calgary, like the C train basically that took us out to where we were staying. It was kind of a nice little community. It was like a little prefab community like they do in Calgary too. It reminded me a lot of Calgary. Like the outskirts reminded me of Calgary. The downtown kind of reminded me of Vancouver. It was super dense and urban and it was, actually it was even worse than Naples in terms of the the people kind of harassing you as a tourist. The stories are true about the people who like try to put a bracelet on you and they'll even just like throw it at you and then be like, no, it's a gift, it's a gift. And then if you put it on, then they'll come back and try to like give you other shit or as Jess said, you know, because I saw somebody successfully walk away with this, you know, alleged free bracelet. And I was like, why would they do that? And Jess, very, uh, what's the word? Astutely. Astutely. Thank you. That is exactly mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. Look at us being married. <laughs> Jess very astutely was like, it's to identify that person, that tourist, as somebody who will talk to you. Somebody who, who will, yeah. yeah, somebody who's willing to engage. Because every time somebody came up to me, I was just like, no 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 and they ask a ton of questions just trying to get you to engage with them anything what's the time where are you from where'd you get your shoes a lot of people complimented my shoes if I was a lesser man I would have let that go to my head I'm feeling pretty good about the quality of my shoes but you know I'm, I'm not I'm not a weaker man and I, I know that it was just a game <laughs> <laughs> quit playing games with my shoes <laughs> this one dude as I was walking away, he's like, well, you don't like to talk to black people? And I was like... Yeah, that hurt you. I felt really bad. Because I was yeah. like, well, I mean, in general, that's not... A, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but it's not because you're black. It's because you're harassing me. It was it was a lot. But we did see a tour of the Coliseum. We actually forked out for a guided tour, uh, which I think was totally worth it. We got it was, yeah. so much historical context. And I actually learned a shitload more about Rome. And... Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a history nerd, mm-hmm. a little bit, and I like to think that I'm fairly well informed, but getting there at ground zero and listening to a guide really give the details about what happened and walking through the architecture and seeing it with your own eyes, like I had no idea that basically all of the downtown, like all of the center in Rome at the height of the Roman Empire was all covered with marble veneer. Every single surface was like white marble and you could see the little remnants of it, but behind it was just red brick because they actually used brick to build everything, but it would have this like one inch thick layer of like marble sheeting on the walls, the ceilings, the buildings, the facades, outside, everything. And you could just see little pieces of it at the ground level like left over and it was mostly red brick because people had pillaged the shit out of it and everybody had harvested all the marble after the Roman Empire fell. And just little details like that just made it feel so much more accessible mm. I learned a lot about Roman history I won't bore anybody about it here I mean you can go watch any YouTube video about you know all those local details but it was totally worth it to walk around the Colosseum and uh, get a guided tour up into the Roman yeah and in the Roman forum and learning about the different iterations of it because god damn it I said I wasn't going to do it so the, the Roman <laughs> the, but the the actual Roman Empire lasted until about maybe 400 AD maybe started about 400 BC and lasted about 400 AD and then completely collapsed and then it wasn't and it wasn't Christian at that time and it wasn't until like the Catholic Church kind of took hold during the Renaissance and like a thousand years later after the Dark Ages that it you know became Italy as we know it today and I guess I kind of knew some of those details going into it it just didn't 
it wasn't it didn't hang together the way it does now in my mind mm. and it was so fascinating that in the coliseum at every show they would basically burn christians alive in the coliseum and then a thousand years later rome was the capital of catholicism in the world it's it's kind of mind-blowing mm-hmm. time changes and uh we learned about the donald trump of rome as they used to call him nero yeah. well, the place was falling apart and he was just blaming the jews yeah. We ended up um, seeing the Colosseum, the Roman Forum. We saw the Pantheon. Oh, Palatine Hill, which was also really, really beautiful, where you got to see the original like palace that had like its own little Emperor. tiny amphitheater and everything. But we stayed away from Vatican City. Yeah, we didn't go to Vatican City. We were going to. Jess, I'll, I'll let you talk about your personal vendetta against Vatican City now. Yeah, I uh, I was super excited to go and see St. Peter's Basilica. And I wanted to see the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, exactly. See and the, the painting by Michelangelo and the ceiling and everything. It was one of those things where we were both excited to go. And then Chris started talking to me about some rules the dress they code. have. Because it's a completely different country. Which fair you want to implement your own rules just for for clarity when we say it's its own country we're not talking about italy we're talking about vatican city as a sovereign nation within italy yeah the way that reserves are in north america like with their own laws and rules and self-governance yeah which is pretty interesting like Mm -hmm. vatican city has its own laws yeah um so chris is reading some of those laws to me and it was very oppressive for women. No shoulders, no shorts. It was 28 degrees out. Like, what are you What are you expecting me to do? No flip-flops. Um, no flip-flops, cover your head, no tattoos. And I've got yeah, like it was, a... It was no tattoos when Jess was really like, okay, <laughs> fuck this place. When I was like, because Jess was like, oh, I'll wear my long dress. But yeah. it has a slit up to the knee on one side. Yeah. And knee-length dresses are okay, but Jess obviously you know, maybe some of you don't know, has a big tattoo on her calf, and she couldn't wear the dress. So literally, except for, like, long pants. And you couldn't wear yoga pants either. Yeah. No tight pants. No tight pants. So literally, you had, like, nothing you could wear, and I was like, you you can't even wear your dress. And Jess was like, okay, fuck these guys. Yeah, I was just like, help, help, I'm being repressed. (laughs) Oh, help, I'm being oppressed. From uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, I'm being oppressed. Yeah. So I said, fuck it. Let's not do it. As we were walking throughout the day, though, I did actually end up picking up a pair of, like, really nice long linen pants from H&M Italy. Yeah, um, our tour guide that we who we didn't tip, who seemed to notice that we didn't tip her just... <laughs> Once people find out that you're from Canada, that whole no tipping thing just goes out the window. They're like, oh, you're from Canada, so you, uh... You give me money? <laughs> yeah. We didn't. She waited for a while. <laughs> but she did give us directions to, uh... I won't call it the high street. It was like the middle street, where we can go and get some, like, decently priced linen clothing. She basically gave us directions to Robson Street, like, the equivalent of Robson Street in uh, in Vancouver. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, like, an H&M, there's a Zara, there's... Intimissimi. Intimissimi. Um, and uh, we ended up walking around and, yeah, got some got some nice long pants just in case we did end up caving and going to... Vatican City. Vatican City. We were thinking about it. Yeah. But by the time... By that time... So our, our original tour started at about 9... 9.45. 9.45. Yep. And 
by the time we finished shopping for our clothes, it was like 2.30. Yeah, because we also stopped to grab lunch. Blend. Yeah, and it was fucking hot. And yeah. we'd been walking around a lot. And in the beating sun, I had sunscreen on, thank Christ. But we were just kind of like, do you want to do it? Eh, I kind of just want to go home. So we yeah. didn't bother. And Jess was still boycotting them on a, <laughs> on, on a moral basis. <laughs> Jess's tattoo has actually gotten a lot of attention in Italy. Lots of people look at it. Not disapprovingly, but just like, actually a lot of people have tattoos here. Mm-hmm. But I, a lot I, of, actually a lot of men have tattoos here. I don't, I, I have not seen. You haven't, I've seen a ton of women with tattoos on their tricep. On like uh, the back of their arm, mm-mm. you know, like yeah. a butterfly or like a little music note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tons, tons, yeah. but like not like a full calf mm-hmm. cover. <laughs> we went to a little restaurant that was pretty close to the Coliseum, and our host, you know, he's like a carnival barker. He stands on the street and he's like, "Oh, hey, come into my restaurant. It's really nice, and the food it won't kill you." And we kind of walked around the block and came back and sat down and he was just really enjoying fucking with me jess was loving it so much (laughs) he's like oh you're in rome you gotta have a sense of humor and i was like i do you're just not fucking funny like (laughs) he just kept saying stupid shit he's like oh so two meals for her and zero for you (laughs) haha oh poor you and i was like yeah that's a real good joke like, <laughs> you're clever. You're, you're a clever no, guy. Oh man, yeah. you're hitting me with all the hits. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that was a. It, it was decent food. Oh, the thing that really put me off of that place is I ordered a margarita pizza, which is, you know, mozzarella, marinara, basil leaves. That's it. Yeah. And it came out, and there was no basil leaves. And I was like, hey, in, in Italian, like, pizza margarita, no a basilico? the margarita pizza doesn't have basil and he was like oh it's in there you just got to taste the sauce and i looked and there was like dried basil flakes i was like that's not a margarita pizza tasted good though still it tasted good (laughs) but we had literally just come from naples where we didn't get pizza right yes we passed through naples from capri we we thought we had a longer stopover time so that we could run into the city and grab lunch but we did we did not we we fucking we should have gotten a piece of pizza in naples but we we didn't know if we were gonna have enough time to be fair i i didn't know how disappointing the pizza in rome was gonna be or i definitely i would have been like you know what i would rather eat this pizza and miss this train no i'm just kidding I wouldn't have wanted that. Rome, at that point, wasn't our favorite. It was so loud and busy, and everybody was smoking, and after a while, that does get to you, especially with my allergies flaring up the way that they had. We ended up going back to our place, got ourselves cleaned up a little bit, walked down to this restaurant called Iruderi Steakhouse. Good memory. Iruderi, yeah. yeah. It was absolutely awesome the people uh, were awesome the people were, the food were awesome. was okay the yeah. people were great yes i i just mean the hospitality was amazing yeah our, was... our bill was like 58 30 oh, euro yeah. and they scratched it out and said 55 yeah literally on the bill it had yeah. our total and then it yeah. was scratched out with a pen and rounded down by like four euro yeah to 55 euro and then when we went up to go pay the guy was like 50 euro and chris was like what and he was like yeah for you two 50 euro. 50's fine. Yeah. And Chris is like, are you kidding me? And he's like, no, 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 50 euro. And like, there's no, there's not even like a tip option. He knew we were paying by card and he's just like, here you go. And we're like, 
Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, Thank that, you. I, that's literally never happened to me never. before. And never. Can't, not, not unless you're complaining about the food somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, like rounded it down when they gave us the bill and then rounded it down again at the counter. I'm just like, yeah. maybe we should go around the back, try to pay at a different counter and see if it gets <laughs> like, maybe we can get this thing real far down. Yeah. They were so, so kind though. So kind. And they made their own tiramisu. It was called Nutella Misu. Yeah. Because Nutella is everywhere here. And everywhere. I think I'm in love. I think I prefer Nutella Misu over tiramisu. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I think the blonde woman who came around and who asked us about it, I think she place. was the owner yeah. of the place. Yeah. And she's yeah. she was like, is it good? Yeah, and she's, we like, like, oh. she's like, it's mine. I made it. Yeah, it's my she, recipe. She was so proud. <laughs> and we were like, it's honestly amazing. Yeah, it's so good. It was it was grilled. And we had cacio de pepe, which is... Cacio e pepe. Cacio e pepe, which is like a typical pasta dish in italy and we've just been having it in a lot of places like we had it in we had it in salerno yep where else did we have it? you you also had it in palermo didn't you yeah and now we had it in rome our server recommended it as like a very typical roman dish and it turned out to yeah. be made with like sheep cheese and it tasted sheepy yeah it was very sheepy you could, oh you my could gosh. taste the sheep he was so funny okay so we were ordering meals and chris was like what comes with this one dish that we ordered so it was just like a meat platter and he's just like, okay, well, it comes with pork, it comes with beef, uh, it comes with chicken, and it comes with the animal that goes ba. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and the other animal, what's the one? The animal that goes ba. Ba. <laughs> just like sheep. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, black sheep. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't know how to say that animal, sheep. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, black sheep. And I know in his head he was going ba ba black sheep. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah. He was he was super kind though, yeah. super sweet. And everybody in the restaurant, all the servers were so animated, and mm. they all looked so stressed. And I could see them like freaking out at each other and hand talking and Italian at each yeah. other. Were, it was awesome. It was so legit. It was like, yeah. I, it was the first um, real hospitable experience for sure that for I felt sure. too. It that that definitely is um, a big difference with as well, we go north. As as we go north, people are a little bit more hospitable. Have <laughs> to poop. I have to poop so bad. You have to poop right yeah, now? Yeah, I have to poop right now. Can we pause this? Okay, folks, we're going to pause this. Wait, no, we're Jess not keeping poop. that part yeah, in. Keep- <laughs> no! <laughs> so that was a sneak preview into married life. For those who are interested, this is also technically our honeymoon. Like, mm-hmm. We've been together for eight years, eight plus now, but we've only been married for about four weeks just as an added layer of complexity right on top of this trip you know there's that whole like what are the differences between being married and not being married for example in italy the toilets don't have as much water in them as the ones at home and i'll let you you know come to your own conclusions about what the consequences of that might be (laughs) but you know just that just that getting to know you stuff that's so real it's just so authentic that authentic getting to know you in all shapes and sizes and forms and consistencies yeah that getting to know you magic you know yeah, that, that magic. real romantic mm-hmm. deep sparkle that's exactly what i want to call poop from now on <laughs> i need to do a deep sparkle <laughs> it's like the deep the deepest sparkle, <laughs> not the shiny one. <laughs> it's a real it is real deep. It's a dull, it's a uh, dull sparkle. Yeah, <laughs> gotta sparkle real hard right now. <laughs> the, the married side of the trip hasn't been as 
fraught as maybe some people might have expected, right? I mean, having been together for eight years, I think Jess and I both didn't have any concerns or, or thoughts about it really. But I think for a lot of people, when they go on their honeymoon, we were talking about why honeymoons are kind of a ritual in the first place. And it like cements this, I don't want to call it an inside joke, but it's an inside experience between two people right after they get married, all of a sudden they go away and they have this unique experience that nobody else is invited to. And it kind of crystallizes you know, your lives as just between the two of you. And all, all of a sudden, regardless of the connections or memories or relationships that you have with other people out there, now you have at least one solid experience and foundation of yourselves as as your own life, as yeah, an individual one, life. one unifying experience. That nobody else is privy to. It's kind of interesting that we do that as a culture. Jess and I are doing it to the nth degree, going away for a year. That's a lot of inside track and a lot of inside stories. Go back a few hundred years or or a thousand years if it was like an arranged marriage or something you didn't know each other at all it would be really important to very suddenly have something that's yours and breaks the past from the present i'm just thinking about it like if you if you go that far back i'm pretty sure it's more just about property ownership at that point i'd like to know what my property i mean when you go that far back to the property point i wonder if they even did honeymoons it was kind of like yeah, I, don't, I don't need I don't to treat even... you to shit you're mine now do the dishes they've been yeah. piling up for like 18 years yeah, I've been waiting for 18 years to consummate, so here it is. Here here I am. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I am your honeymoon. Ugh, <laughs> gross. I think that that's why everybody was so surprised when we were like, yeah, like come meet us out somewhere in the world. And they're like, oh, really? This is kind of like your honeymoon. It's like, well, yeah, but we've known each other for eight years. We've traveled extensively already together. This will be our largest journey, but it doesn't mean that we want to completely isolate ourselves. That's why there is an open invitation. If there is a place in the world that sparks joy for you, we'd love to have you with us. We are pretty capable travelers by this point, and like there have been some challenging puzzles to solve mm -hmm. for sure. But the more we do it, the better practiced we are, yeah. and pretty capable now of yep. like sorting through whatever. Speaking of that. We are uh, just outside of La Spezia, S-P-E-Z-I-A, for anybody who's interested in Googling it, for the next five mm, days maybe five now? Five days, I think. And looking at Cinque Terre and maybe renting a scooter and booting over to Tuscany a little bit. After that, we're going to Padua for three days and stopping over in Venice as well. And we'll talk more about that when we get there. But after Venice, we're basically flying straight to Spain, to Valencia, and we'll be there for a full month. Mm -hmm. And we've already booked our spot in uh, Gandia, which is a seaside town. And then we will go to France after that. And we've already booked our next month in France in Lyon, right up until mid-July, pretty much. So that's going to be our itinerary for the next few months. And if anybody's interested in stopping by, definitely entertain it. Ah! Ah! Oh, oh, yeah, my God. the bumblebees here are black, <laughs> black and the size of quarters. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It's gone. No, it's right here. It's okay. It's just a bumblebee. Okay. Yeah, okay. Bees love bees. Uh, bees bees love kind bees. That one looked real aggressive. It's just black. That's, oh my god, that's not what <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. It's it buzzing real loud at us. Right. Okay, so what I wanted to say was the Italian hand gesturing at each other. There is no classic Italian stereotypical, you know, the little hand I've gesture. I've seen it. I have not. I've seen I have it. not. Yeah, I've seen it. When they're like really insistently trying to explain something, they'll do the little thing where they purse their fingers together. Ugh. 
I've seen I have, it. I have not seen it. I saw it. But not everywhere, like, family guy cutaways. <laughs> 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 Anyways, I have not seen it, so. Yeah. Coming back to what we were talking about, it's been very interesting moving from south to north through this experience. Yes. And it's gone from, Sicily was, was really nice for what it was, but it was so dry. And it, it just felt like a completely different country. And the people were not quite as warm. And as we move north, like everything becomes noticeably more developed and more lush. And the culture changes. And now we're in like a mountainous region. And it's definitely getting nicer and kinder as we move north. Everybody says that people in the south have more heart and have more soul. And I can feel that when you eat the food. But I think it's more about family, not just about welcoming everybody. It's like about being warm with your people. Yes, yes warm in your community but here i mean we walked around for what like five minutes yesterday and every single person old or young said hello to us you know gave us a smile gave us a nod i do think that they're probably maybe a little bit more accommodating to people who look like tourists or Mm. look like they're from the outside because we are supporting their like small local community which is probably helpful i think Um, they do appreciate money coming in from the outside because that becomes like an economic Exactly. Driver for your community. But it has very drastically changed. The terrain is changing. When we were in Salerno, or just outside Salerno in Angropoli, a beautiful beach town, we met some people from the north of Italy, and they Mm -hmm. said they were from, like, the foothills of the Alps. Yeah. And the dude was basically, like... German. German. Yeah. Um, So he spoke German, he spoke Italian. Obviously, he spoke English. And he was also super kind. We were talking to him about travel because he'd been all over Western Europe recently. And he was like, maybe we'll catch up with you guys later. And I was like, oh, yeah, sounds good. In typical flaky Canadian polite fashion. And then about an hour later, we're leaving. And I'm just like, hey, see you later. And he's like, oh, what? you you guys are going? I (laughs) thought we were going to catch up later. (laughs) Oh, we were just saying that because we're Canadian. (laughs) And we just didn't want to disappoint you. Sorry, bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Sorry. It makes sense that they were from the north. They were also, like, just very kind and very stoked just to, like, meet people Mm. and, you know, fellow travelers. We haven't met that many fellow travelers, and probably because we haven't been going to super touristy spots. We haven't been staying in hostels. We haven't been going out clubbing at night. I honestly don't miss it. Like, I feel like I'm too old to just, like, link up with other traveling people along the road. I'm like, ah, it seems like you guys are probably all busy. You want to do stuff? Like, ah. (laughs) And maybe it's just me. Like, I'm... I don't. I think most people travel in their twenties. Not as many people travel the way, this way in their thirties, mm. and uh, it's just a different crowd. Yeah. Know? So what we're gonna do for the next few days? So we're in this beautiful little village of Vezzano Ligure, and it is like a typical little Italian town. It's so picturesque. It looks like the. It looks like one of those um, little towns in Lucca. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah. Totally, like Lucca. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looks like. And we'll see if we can rent a scooter. We'll check out Cinque Terre, which means five lands. And it's like a provincial park with five little villages that I guess you can only get to through walking paths or there's maybe a train. Yep. And we'll grab a little scooter and zip around North Tuscany a little bit. I would like to sample some of the red wine from around here mm-hmm. just to try it. And after that, we will head north to... Padua. Padua. We'll try to get another podcast in before we go. Sorry we've been slacking. Jumping around, lots of traveling. Lots of jumping around. Yeah, I'm, I'm really actually looking forward to just settling for a month when we Me get too. to Spain. And just like living there, getting a gym membership. So 
like buying groceries. Yeah, um, we've been fattening ourselves up on meat and cheese and bread. As and planned. As planned. But it's so much dessert. Like I don't think I've I've never <laughs> eaten dessert this frequently in my life. But every time I'm like, well, it'd be a shame not to have the tiramisu. It'd be a shame not to have the gelato. Like. But I'm I am excited. looking forward to, yeah, calming down a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have lots of stories to tell about our, our Cinque Terre adventures. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Oh, there's that bumblebee again. Yeah, okay. aggressive. Let's get inside before it comes back for us. Ah, like... Bees, CBs, living colonies, buzzy MCs with a singer for emergencies. Cooperate to pollinate, never work alone. Just don't bring a honey home to the honeycomb. I have to poop. You gotta get up. I can't go poop without you. Without you getting. Oh yeah, so we're on the bal- We're on the balcony. It's actually it exits from the bathroom. There's like a big open bathroom door that. Stop o- opens to the outside on the balcony. 